It's been fucking storming like a motherfucker over here today. Goddamn. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Podcast, episode 265. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here, I'm here with Trav. <laughs> We're catching spears and throwing them back without them. That's for storming like a motherfucker with Griffin. <laughs> it's crazy, man. I wish it would rain here that it was humid as fuck. It, it was feeling all right today, but it was real cloudy and everything. But, like, I know once the storm's over, it's going to be... Hot. Three times hotter than the fucking thermometer set. You know what I mean? Effect, dude. Yeah, it's that fucking the air that you wear over here, man. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, so you watch the Northman. <laughs> yeah, dude. Finally, there's nothing you know? more north than the Northman, dude. Like, oh no, I ain't ever seen a straight up, straight up, straight up Viking movie. No, not like this, dude. Like, you know, pe- people said that, like, that it was hard to understand. It was hard to follow no that, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I, it was fine, I mean, right? Like laid it out for you. Yeah. Going to avenge his father. I mean, yeah, it, it was Macbeth with Vikings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. They're like, you need to and, and- and like in mythology and it's like mm, maybe like to get some of the references of some things but yeah but i kind of picked up on it it was just yeah. in jest it was in jest I, I knew enough about the mythology to be able to pick up what's going on here you know what i mean dude ain't no party like a viking party dude dude Where they fucking get down like a dog yeah dude like, that was awesome so like right? i guess these guys did their research so like they really did shit like this. Yeah. Like allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever he would take his son in there, like getting him ready to be the king, they had to get on the floor and drink out of bowls and bark at each other. Oh, I didn't know they were so wolf heavy. Like how incredible was Willem Dafoe? Oh, he was so good. When he did that like she prefers the brother's dick thing. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. wrong though. Nah, dude. Whenever he said that I was like, Ooh, uh Yeah little fortune teller action over here yeah dude i've never sent i like <clears throat> i'm glad that it was represented in the film but i wasn't expecting it to be as heavily represented about just how much they were using psychedelics to oh, like yeah. you know what i mean and that yeah. was cool like because that shit was real you know what i mean yeah. uh that was oh, fucking when awesome. when yeah when he drugs the the town Soldiers. Oh my god! While he's, while he's picking them all, those motherfucker. That one dude was laying on the ground, stabbing himself in the neck. Yeah, like, yeah. God damn. He's like, tonight the, my blade will feed. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Let's go. And that blade was bad as fuck, right? Yeah. Did you notice when the... he was using it during the daytime, he wouldn't open it? Yeah, it Whenever wouldn't come that guy out. I told him. Well, I mean. Uh, well, you know. He just told him like, you got to use it at night. So he left well, the, the thing on it when he was hitting them, like. Yeah. Well, and somebody picked it up at one point and tried to unsheath thy sword, and it wasn't fucking, it wasn't unsheathed. Yeah, had a chastity belt on <laughs> it. Like when he got it, how they showed the little fight between him and the dude. I was like, oh, shit, White Walker. Yeah. And then it was like, it, it, just didn't, it was all on his head or something like it. Yeah. Like he imagined that was what was going to happen, like. 
yeah. original five, though. Well, it, it's cool how like they kind of show the the liberties because this is based off of you know a, a story. Like it's not verbatim or anything like that, but it, it's based off of a of a Norse story, right? Mm-hmm. And like, and I'm assuming that in the story that that fight is written in there, right? Probably. But in reality, I mean, that shit didn't happen in real life. Yeah. yeah. And it's just kind of, to me, that's kind of how I interpreted that was that was a, that was alluding to the fact of how like it was. That's what legends told. Exaggerated. Yeah, exactly. It was exaggerated. Really he just grabbed it and yeah. that motherfucker turned into a pile of ashes. Like, Yeah, yeah. But. but nah, cool. man, it was. And this might be like the best thing I've seen fucking Skarsgård in. This Skarsgård. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he was great in the stand. Like, don't get me wrong. He was in everything that I've seen him in. He's been pretty good. But like in this though, yeah, that hunch, that fucking Norseman oh, dude, hunch. When he was fucking walking <laughs> forward with the blade, like, yeah, dude. He fucking got in yeah. shape too, like, dude. He was rip, fucking, man. yeah. I mean, out of out of the three films that Robert Eggers has done so far. I would say this is my favorite. I understand that, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's different. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I mean, well, I mean, I like, I think I enjoyed the change of pace because The Witch was a slow burn. The Lighthouse was a slow burn despite the incredible acting, but they were slow burn films. Yeah, this, this movie was... <laughs> is just brutality yeah, from start to finish, man. A lot of violence going on. Yeah, incredibly violent. When he cut that yeah. motherfucker's nose off, I was like, "Ooh, Michael Jackson!" Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. and the, oh, when he when he just slowly stabs yeah. that sword in his face, I was like, "Whoa!" Like, yeah. like if like this movie's like anger management for psychos condensed into two hours. <laughs> right, it's a classic yeah. like, though, man. Kid, oh, dude! The kid's father gets murdered by a traitor. Traitor becomes a king. Kid runs. Away. You know what I mean? Kid runs. Yeah. Away, dude, and, comes and, back, and avenges his father. Like they even throw in a weapon quest for boot to boot, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. They, they quest. Got, dude, when they he got went down there to get that weapon, I was like, Harold. Elden Ring. Like, yeah. Uh, that oh, was my man. thoughts when he fought the Draugr for that sword. Yeah. Now here's my question about that scene because. Me and, me and my oldest watched it, and we were we were curious about it as well. So we see the fight play out. When the fight concludes, the camera pans, and he's still in front of the jogger. Nothing. It looks like it's like it never happened. Did he fight that thing in his mind? Yeah, was I mean, the, my, like, my interpretation like was a little bit ago. Sounds pretty. Yeah, like. Like that's a real, it's a real story that they're kind of adapting. It's loosely adapted, and I'm sure in the story it actually has him fighting, fighting that thing. But in reality, like there he was didn't really, no, yeah, yeah, ten thousand year old, yeah, dude holding a sword yeah. that kicked his ass, like because like they but were I real mean, good about like, because I was I really thought I was like oh we're going off the rails here huh with like magic and shit, but then it but, didn't. It, like, but it did it tastefully as to show you that, like, you know, she's a witch. Yeah. She's not really a witch. She's fun. just, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just fucking. She's street smart. Dose, yeah, she's dosing these dudes. Like, you know, 
but she's a witch. You know what I mean? Like yeah. stuff like that. Where it's it's like they took the mythology and they showed it, but they grounded it in reality at yeah. the same time. Well, like when he was being healed, man, and he wakes up in that hot bath. Yeah, that they hot would spring. do that to heal. Yeah, that shit looked comfortable though. I ain't gonna lie. He's like, get in here. I ain't done with you. Um, Especially if she's in there, you know what I'm saying? Like, hearkening back earlier to the to the start of the film, though, um, you know, we get the sequence where you know he's older. He's with that group. They're all in wolf pelts. We get the shot from the trailer where he catches the spear, and they begin that raid. Yeah, and the fact that it's it's one of those long shots, like they they don't cut from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like from the minute he starts breaching the wall, like the camera just stays and it just does that. It's like a, it's like watching a a cinematic, uh, 2D video game play out, man. Like, yeah, right. Were they like straight up just going around killing all the men? Yeah. So there wasn't no men to fight against them. It was just women. Yeah, they were they were killing off the strong ones. Yeah, yeah. Because I saw them putting those kids in there. And he's oh, yeah, over there straight. just standing yeah. there while they're burning it down. And I'm like, damn, this dude is fucking cold-blooded. Yeah. Like, they wanted to show you there just how brutal. Yeah. And it, I mean, it was, man. They didn't fuck around. <laughs> no. Well, you know, when the fucking Viking ships rolled up, you better get the I fuck out of Dodge. Or like when, <laughs> when, he, when he gets that sword and then he just starts ghosting motherfuckers. Like every night it's another victim. Yeah, and like and he was he all just in their stack- head, man. Like, like, yeah, he's he just starts stacking bodies, man. And what's crazy? What's crazy is how he just slips in to this yeah. whole. He brands himself so he looks like one of them. Yeah, jumps climbs in the, in the boat. He just, they don't see him, you know. Like, yeah, it's yeah, it's like fucking six he just, foot fucking Viking climbing in and this, getting with the rest of the people. This dude just straight up just waltz right in out of exile, fucking own shit, and then fucking you know it was. It was a trip of a movie. It was, yeah. I, I honestly would like to see him do more, more mythological type films, whether it be Norse or Greek or whatever. It doesn't matter. Like his style is is fucking incredible and goes hand in hand with it. I mean, it's just it's nuts, man. Whenever the that first night when he kills like the the group of the the young guy's friends. Yeah. He's all freaking out, you know. But when the father, his uncle, comes over there and looks at it, he's looking at it, he says, this is not my God. Yeah. Like, this is something different. This is some evil yeah. shit, man. You know, because they're still all believing that there's God, you know, there's gods for this. There's. It yeah. was, it was well, like, everything was just so well written, too, man. Like, I can't believe this movie bombed in theaters. Well, I mean, at the same time, though, it's like, like it has a decent like a decently large cast but nothing like super no super real superstars associated with it really and then i mean it's kind of a niche thing you know like how many people do you know in real life talk about norse mythology yeah exactly that watched it before we did you know what i mean like so I, I understand. Which, I which think the, that, the upturn though is that it says here that it has performed well on video on demand. Yeah, yeah. Because you can rent it on Voodoo, I think, or you can buy it. It's one of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on Google, Amazon, all twenty dollars across the board. Yeah, that's how we got it. 
Yeah. So um, I'll I'll absolutely buy a physical copy of this though. Like this deserves to sit on the shelf. Yeah. Like it I would was. put like just like I know it's not the same kind of movie, but I would totally sit this on the same shelf as like Conan the Barbarian, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that, you know? Like just just all out just you know, just ass kickery. Like this dude's not weak. No, we have, no, we have a we have a lead that's just his fucking intentions are known and crystal clear and he executes it, dude. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how old he's, well, he is, but he's I'd imagine he's early twenties maybe, if not in somewhere between twenty and thirty. Well like right. th- that shot the shot during the raid, I'm I'm sorry. I just it's just I'm I, my my mind's just pulling all these fucking crazy shots now. Like the way this motherfucker's reflexes was, were like, uh, you know, of course we got the spear uh, return, but like there's that part where he's going to cut that corner and that dude with a bow shoots it. And he just like matrix, like dodges that oh, shit. Oh yeah, that was cool. And then looked at I him mean, when he did it. Yeah. Or even yeah, when like they were playing the sport where they got to hit yeah, the rock he, and that he, rock went past his head. He looked at the dude like, I'm about to fuck you up. Yeah, dude, this this dude this dude was the king of you're gonna die look like. Yeah, when he gave him that look, I was like, he gonna fuck him up in a minute. And, like, he, oh, and he did. Dude. That dude was like the biggest mountain. The... Yeah. Now, yeah. now uh, probably one of the best, one of the best moments in this movie is at the very end when he catches that second win and comes oh, back. Yeah. Dude, that shit yeah. was that ripped. Yeah. Well, it's like he knew he was going to die, but he's like, I'm fucking taking you with me, motherfucker. Yeah. He walked yeah. away from here. Cleaves his fucking head off, yeah. dude. Like, it's that insane. So I see mean, in the he... gates of hell, and it was a goddamn volcano. It was like, that's cool. Yeah. They're just they, out there um... barefoot walking around it, too. I'm like, Phew. yeah. <laughs> Dick swinging, you know? I mean, and yeah. the, like, I wonder how many times, like, Eggers had to tell these guys whenever they would scream, like how many takes would they have Fucking to do to screaming. get that out of them? Because dude, that shit was real, man. Yeah. Like if you know what I mean, like it was. I definitely well believed that he had been walking around since he was like I don't know ten years old with fucking just hate. Yeah. Just fucking mad yeah. as fuck, dude. I mean, he fulfilled the prophecy. Yeah, right. Well, dude, everything stayed on his side too. Like that. That's what was. That was that's what was crazy was throughout the out the movie, you know, everybody that he was fucking with, like like in their perspective, the gods were shitting on him. Yeah. But for him, he stuck to he stuck to the he stuck to what the woman told him. Yeah. And like like when he when he's tied up and he tells uh he tells the leader, he's like, You strike me down, dude, it ain't my time. Like I'm not gonna I die. Like, I'm not gonna die, yeah. Yeah, you can kick my fucking ass all night, dude. Ain't shit changing. Show up. Yeah, like they're gonna fucking cut that rope. Oh, dude! Oh, it does that really cool, like semi silhouette shot of Odin just standing there. Yeah, yeah, that was cool as fuck, dude. That thing that he was on the horse with that was riding into like the galaxy. (laughs) I guess Valhalla, right? It was the Valkyrie, dude. That that motherfucker had braces, though. Did you see (laughs) what looked like? It wasn't, uh, but it looked like braces. I didn't know this detail. Uh, Corey brought it to my attention because I, you know, I was talking to him about it at work. 
and he said somewhere in Norse mythology that like Vikings had not the Vikings, but Valkyries had like some sort of metal like construction. Either they had metal teeth, okay, or yeah, it's, I it's, definitely it's some... noticed. I was like, "What's on its teeth?" It's like, yeah, uh, it was it was a crack at authenticity, I guess, man. Yeah, one one thing that I read too was that like <clears throat> for certain people that like fall in battle after they die, they would file the center of their teeth down. Ah. Oh. And then they would pour wax into it to give the illusion that they have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That they have that same thing that the Valkyrie has going yeah. on as, as a way to like gain good favor with the Valkyrie while they're being carried to Valhalla or Valhalla, however they pronounce it. Oh man. And just the way it looked for uh, the Valkyries carrying them, that, that shot of the horse going towards the gate in the sky. Yeah. Slow yeah. motion. Dude, it was so that was awesome. Epic as fuck, dude. Yeah, I like, knew that Nicole like, Kidman, the, times were the mom. I knew she time? wasn't gonna yeah. want to leave with him. I fucking knew it, dude. I was like, she ain't gonna be down to fuck. She ain't gonna be DTL. You know what I'm saying, but she oh, was DTL though. Well, dude, whenever he it, carried her out, she was screaming. She had to do that for the yeah. rest of the people in the village, like to make them think yeah. she didn't want to yeah. fuck the uncle, but she was already fucking him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, indeed. short performance by fucking E Hawk, but man. great performance yeah. by E Hawk, though. You know, I mean, I like he's tree. Dude, the way he was talking, I was waiting for him to straight start talking about Stormcloaks and and uh, the the Broadcloaks or whatever. I think the, the the damn factions from Skyrim. Whatever yeah, he uh, yeah. went inside to try Storm to see Cloak. if his mom was in there and he saw the rug yeah. with the family, you know, the king tree. Yeah. I was like that whenever they show that, I was like, cool as fuck. Whenever he like he kisses the little wound on her neck and he can see the king tree with added Yeah, with, like, with her and right. the Yeah. She's like, I didn't want to tell you until it was time and he's I'm like, like, he'll hunt us forever and it's like, dude, just leave with her. Dude was like, Nah, dude, I gotta die in motherfucking battle, bitch. Yeah. Think about that life, man. You yeah. know, I think it's been said through other people too, man, and I'd I'd like to elaborate on it. Uh, it's been said that, like you know, there's not enough movies like this made anymore. No, dude, not at all. If at all, yeah. Yeah. And here's my thing: I want more of it. Like, yeah. give me, give me like classic stories like this, but give it yeah. to me in through different cultures, man. Yeah. Like, show like all of them, fucking all of them. Like, I could not get tired of movies like this, man. I don't think. No. no. Could you could you imagine a flick like this done with a like a Native American tribe? Oh, oh, dude, all yeah. of them, dude. Think of all and think of like the crazy, like all the different cultures in like 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 Africa, yeah. like yeah. all the fucking continents, man, like everything, because all every, all the different cultures of the world yeah. have these really intense, unique stories There's that like they everywhere. they've all got them, yeah, yeah, and. I would like more of this this style. I would I would enjoy more Norse stuff. I'd enjoy all the different shit they could make it, man. Well, we were talking about Hollywood, stuff man. To be like, made. They you just keep remaking the same shit over and yeah. over and over and like this is different. Yeah. Definitely. You know, the Lighthouse was different. Um, yeah. that movie uh the the Green Knight, that was different. Like Yeah. Give us more. We we like different. Yeah. We don't need the same uh Fast and Furious formula or Top Gun, which I actually heard was has really good ratings, but 
Yeah, and I mean, and Robert and Robert Eggers, I would love to see more action sequences from this guy. Yeah, he's these were great. He didn't have a lot of them in his first two films, but he definitely he gave us the whole buffet in this one. Yeah, I, I think that this dude is gonna bl- like blow up, man. Like no no shit. Like <clears throat> you know, The Witch was what it was. You know, it did how it did. You know. The lighthouse was what it was. It did how it did. This did, but like the vision is there. The the yeah. direction, the storytelling, and the fact that like he wrote everything that he has directed, or at least been a co writer, right? Mm-hmm. So he's just got that vision, man. And you know, this was a fairly large budgeted film, especially for for what he's done previously. Yeah. Um, I, I really think that he is going to take it to the next level. And that makes me excited because I mean, I would love to see what this, what this guy's got up his sleeve, you know? Well, he's going to do Nosferatu, right? Yeah, I think so. I think that he's going to remake Nosferatu. So far it's him and the, the Queen's Gambit, the the girl that was in the movie. Yeah. She's been rumored Uh to be in it, but. And that's fine with me. She's great. I mean, it's time to make one. I mean, and and I think he's a good candidate to make it. He he definitely has like, like the, the visual storytelling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's I'm pretty I'm low key excited for that because you know he's gonna bring fucking Willem Dafoe into it. You know. Yeah. Have y'all ever no. read the book The Witch? Because he wrote the book and then it became a movie. And no. you know, sometimes the the book's better. Yeah, you know, movie wasn't bad. I don't think I've seen it. You know, I I feel like as time goes on, and like this guy is gonna obviously, I feel like he's gonna be the Tarantino of this style of film. Oh yeah. Uh, he's gonna have all because I mean, think about it. Think of of the cast in this movie, and just how it snowballed from people who maybe were not as prolific in the States to having people like Kidman, Hawk, Defoe, and all the other people too. I was just seeing here, Bjork's in this movie. Was Bjork the, the priestess? Yes. Yeah, that thing with the crazy headdress. Yeah. yeah. That was so... Dude, at some points while I'm watching this, the movie almost looked black and white. Did it not? Yeah. Like it was so grim. Yeah. But it looked like that scene where she's talking. I was like sitting there watching it and I was like, is this black and white? And then I could see some color on something. I was like, it's not. It's just the way it's shot. Like, yeah. It can look cool. All metallic looking. I didn't know that was her, but when you said Bjork, I was like, oh, that had to be the bitch with the headdress. Like, yeah, that was her. Creepy. And if you ever want to be a Viking, you just need to get that. <laughs> little that throat. Throttle down. Throttle. Yeah. <laughs> that little throttle. When he went in there and talked to that guy, it was and then he picked up the jester's head. And yeah, it was like, yep, yeah, that's one before. Yeah. And then he like <laughs> yeah. channeled him. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. Like if if the if the witch piqued my interest and the lighthouse got my attention. The Northmen's brought me in on board. Yeah. Like, so I'm the, down the, to watch this dude. The stuff, lighthouse, man. was it your curiosity? 
Yeah. <laughs> now he's got your attention. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's All it was right. a great let's fucking talk wait, let's talk about this fucking this mom shit for a second. Ooh. Was anybody yeah. expecting it to go there? I thought for a second no, I was like, weird. is she gonna kiss him when she got that well, close? She, yeah, when she started getting really like up in the face, I was like, is, is she well, about to like sock him out? But what that told you there when she was like, you could just kill him and we could rule it. I was like, she's a whore. She's a whore. Yeah. You know, whatever to just be yeah. in charge. And and she she told him that. She's yeah. like, look at this. I got the brand. I was nobody until your dad fucking put a baby in me. Slave to queen. Yeah. It's um, a long way to the top. If you want to fuck your kid, you know? Yeah. I mean, she about she was about that life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, damn, she was all in on that. Yeah. Oh man. And then, and then he has to do the two things he don't do. He kill, he kill women, and kill kids. Yeah. Back to back. Just had, had, yeah. That dude, that kid was shaking him up, the fuck out. That's what yeah, that fucking kid was fucked him up when he went to fight, dude. man. Yeah. Because whenever he took the thing off and you see because, you know, they're like getting naked in front of the volcano. Like, yeah. Like he, he was just, all oh, fucked he, up. When he took them out, he just kind of stood there for a second. And I was like, yeah. yeah, that was the thing that fucks him up. Yeah. He knew in that moment. He's like, I know what I need to do. Whenever that dude came in there and he grabbed the two bodies to drag them out and he was like, beat me at the gates of hell. It's like, dude, I'm just going to fucking kill you right now. Yeah. Fuck. But it was the honor thing. It was the, that's the thing to do. He had to fight him at the gates of hell. Yeah. It had been mentioned earlier. Like, so in his mind, he's like, there's no other way. It's like, oh, do it right now. I mean, yeah. As soon as he turns his back, just chop his fucking head off. Yeah. He didn't show. Exactly. He didn't give your dad a, a fucking any honor. No, nah, you know dude. he had people swarm him, and then he walked up and chopped his head off. But when he chopped Man. that motherfucker's head off, I was so happy. Oh, dude! dude. Oh, dude! So he happy. went full. He went Hulkamania and ran yeah. wild on his ass, dude. Like, yeah, that's what that was. He like. And and I wasn't expecting it. I was like, man, he's just gonna die, and like maybe something crazy like the fucking volcano erupts, and that, that's how it happens or some shit. But no, dude, took a second breath, got up, and fucking went ham. Yeah, did the Lord's work, man. It was so well done, well, man. The way that they did well, that, man, when like the sword goes across, and you see the head come off, but his arm is still stuck out, and it's like he's just holding the knife there to the side of him. Yeah, and then the body falls, and it's like, oh no, it got him. Yeah. yeah. Bummer, but at least that motherfucker got you know what he had coming first. Like, well, it's like it's like when it's like when dude was right in the movie, they were like, so like, so this is happening. It's like you know what, fuck it. This guy's been pissed the whole fucking movie. Let's give them what they want. Yeah, and sure it was a, it, it was a satisfying like ending. Like yeah. I was okay with him dying. As long as that dude died as well. Yeah, first yeah. and got his head chopped off. Yeah. That's what he did to his father. Yeah. I didn't know Damn. they were so sentimental with hearts. I know, dude. He's like, <laughs> he, he gave my son's heart, the motherfucker. And he's like, bring it. Like, yeah. he had to have it for the funeral. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, do you, though? Yeah. Kind of already Could dead, you- man. 
Could you imagine a film like this set in Egypt? Oh. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, yeah, dude. God damn, dude. Like, I wish that he would do a trilogy. I you know what I mean? Too, like, yeah. I just don't yeah. get enough of that. Like, they, they made a few movies back in the day, but it's like, no, they stopped think, making though. that shit. You know, and then we had that little thing recently with uh, Moon Knight where it was like, ooh, yeah, let's get yeah. off into some of that again. Welly, welly, welly. But yeah, I'm giving it a full star, man. It was fucking great. Like the witch was one of those things that I went and watched, and I was like, "This is this is interesting." Like it wasn't my favorite film. It was it was okay. Like I I'm interested in revisiting it. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I was all in whenever I watched the lighthouse. Yeah. Now I'm just like, whatever. Like, I knew that if he could hit a dead ringer with his third film. Wait, The Witch was his he, first film? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So not too bad for a first film, right? I mean. No, oh, dude, not dude, at he's, all. He's, he's been badass from the from the get-go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He only had a couple of shorts he did before he actually got a real movie. Yeah. The Witch has some great shots in it as well. It's, oh, it's absolutely. It's whoever he, whoever he uses, it, right? whoever yeah. he uses for his cinematography, man, he's. I like the color. Yeah, I like yeah. The, something you know. Well, not only the color, but the way that he uses okay. natural light yeah. to light his scenes, almost like, the it, lack yeah. of color. Yeah, right? exactly. Well, just think of how original this guy's been so far with all of his stuff. His first film was just atmospheric as hell the second movie was completely done like like purposely done in a completely different format like he just kind of time traveled with with production value uh, and then with the with this he just went full you know so like with the the northman this was like a folktale like a legend like Mm -hmm. yeah so was the witch that's what that the original title of the witch was the witch a new england folktale yeah, yeah. He should do more of those. Yeah, he just picks up, you know, somewhere. It's certainly and... his. It's certainly his niche for sure. Because even yeah. the lighthouse had some, yeah, uh, some stuff to like it. the mermaid, the siren, like yeah, yeah, the ejaculation. I mean, he had to go more. for it. You know, yeah, whenever he was like, "Well, I'm going to have him jerk off to the mermaid statue," you know, someone was like, "Huh." Robert Pattinson. He's like, yeah, come on, the Twilight guy. Come again, yeah. So you're gonna put on this mermaid outfit, and we're gonna slow pan from your fin to your face, (laughs) and just sit there. Okay. What's with this thing on the front of the? Don't worry about that. Just leave it alone. Need to go in and cut. Like whenever he's look, whenever he's like jerking off, and then it cuts back to Rain Wilson laying on his side like the fish boy. Uh, <laughs> House for a Thousand Corpse. Oh, and even change the aspect ratio, make it black and white. It's like what the fuck? Dude, if, if they did, if they, they if they did something like the lighthouse, but it's this, it's from the perspective of the boat coming up to the dock, but it's one of those like really long, really elongated docks where you could like park several boats in a row, you know. Mm-hmm. But as you're you go you're going up to the front one, the closest one to shore, and as you're doing that, Dwight's cousin's just following you running, like yeah. skipping on the yeah. boat. Like 
like easy, bro. But yeah, man, full star from me. Oh yeah, full star. Straight sharp and axe, bro. Yeah, full star. <laughs> Fucking great flick, man. I really can't wait. Like that, if if he does get to do Nosferatu, which a lot of people has talked about doing it, wrote scripts, tried to get it going, it just never went anywhere. <clears throat> And we talked about that on the podcast. Like, if anybody can do it, this dude can. Yeah. Let him do it. You know? I'm totally fine him... with it. And let him do it on his schedule. Because yeah. that's yeah. what's going to bump out the quality. Yeah. I'm going there fucking with him. Yeah. Don't be don't be fucking him. You know? Yeah. Let him do dude, it. What if, what, I, do you think Willem Dafoe will play Nosferatu? He has before. That's what I'm saying. Like. I mean, I mean, now uh, he even how, looks crazier. Like, well, how, well, how crazy was his uh, his head when they when they you know the prosthetic one dude was using for uh, like later on in the movie where he sits his the, the the his character's decapitated head down and it's like preserved. Oh yeah, yeah, that was pretty pretty creepy. And he would he would make a he would make a great Nosferatu. He's good at like animating his face in such a way that like yeah. he looks either fucking insane really or good. evil as fuck. Yeah, like he's really good at that shit. Definitely a man of many faces. Well, I mean, fire fight. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, the, the way he switches on and off between uh, Osborne and Goblin and Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. The original split, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, that shot of uh, Spider-Man beating the shit out of him in that hallway and dude's just laughing, that fucking face he's got is just... its I, I, For a second, I was like, this is a fucking superhero film. This is creepy as shit. Yeah. But, um... Motherfucking Obi-Wan, though. Finally get Vader, Trav. Yeah, he knew he'd be yes. showing up, dude. One of the coolest shots in the show, this episode, was when Obi Wan was walking. It looked like a fucking log mill, to be honest with you. Yeah, but dude, he's right. walking, and I'm watching this shit in the dark, y'all. It's completely dark, and I've got the you know the the system going. So when the bass kicks in, it's rumbling. Yeah, and he's sitting there, and I'm like, I'm having a hard time seeing it because it's really dark. Yeah, and then he goes, <laughs> and I was just like. Oh. <laughs> Uh, like because he just he never every time he would look at that thing he was going to open it he's like i'm not going to do it i'm not going to do it yeah and then he finally just bam and fucking darth vader's like fucking michael myers dude he's just got them everywhere he's jason you know he just walks he never runs that was awesome though he pulled him on that fire dude he let the motherfucker go yeah he he wasn't gonna have fun with this shit he's like he, now, it's almost oh, like yeah. he's like, okay, I just did some damage to you. Now you know the threat. Well, next yeah. time I see you, you better have, you know, you're going to have to ship up or fucking ship out, dude, because yeah. this ain't cut. Do you, do you think that they'll have one more little encounter little before tussle. the end of the, yeah, before yes. the, end of the season? Yes. Or the end of the series? I think they will. I also think that Reva is going to turn. Yeah. I think she's going to start seeing Vader take out those Inquisitors yeah. for insubordination. 
Well, he told and her like, "You better hope you fucking don't yeah, fuck this he, up." And she was like, "Yeah, you're out of the, hope because a massacre's coming, dude. Yeah. It's coming, dude. I'm excited." Uh, but yeah, I think she's gonna turn and she's gonna help Obi Wan. She'll help, well, but she'll probably die. Yeah, that's what I was fixing to say. Well, I think she might if I because they're supposed to be making a show called Star Wars Act a lot, and I'm wondering like why introduce this character and make make the character such a big deal if they're not going to do anything with it just to survive one show. I feel like I feel like there's plans for Reva. And it could be going into either Acolyte or another one of the other shows that's happening. I just feel like she's gonna she's gonna turn, not necessarily be a good like a a Jedi again, but it'll be like a moment where the, like well, ourselves watch out for her own ass. Yeah, yeah. But that means helping well, them a little, I guess. Like, yeah, it's like you gonna stay the fuck out of my way when we're done. I kind of have a feeling that this is my prediction with the character. I think that she's going to continue seeing all this shit that's been going on the whole time. And at a point she's going to make her mind up and to help Obi-Wan escape from Vader, she's going to sacrifice herself. And I think that that's going to be how he escapes from Vader. Well, it would keep in continuity with the fact that Vader just about kills every one of his inquisitors. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That would fit in perfectly with that. The, I mean, it, to me, it makes sense for them to do something like that, which, I mean, you know, they could do whatever, and it's fine. But, like, I, I just have that feeling that her character is going to die and that she is going to die from, like, being a fucking bad bitch the whole time and then coming around towards the end. And Which it would, it would, it would keep <clears throat> in line with Star Wars introducing properties and characters that are really just, that have just one-and-done stories. Yeah, from video games to some of the me hell, the team from Rogue One. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, legit. Which they're still making. They're still making Andor a show, so I'm wondering how that's gonna. Because we know Andor's fate. If I'm if I'm recalling it correctly. Oh yeah, for sure. Like they all. He's poof. He's a, yeah, he he's he's dust particles at this point, you know. I'll tell you something cool that uh, Disney's done, like even though it's Disney, right? Like I don't really right. think I've ever seen Darth Vader be as brutal. Not nah, like that's what I've he been was torturing about. innocent people that had nothing to yeah, do with what he was doing, just so the motherfucker would try. He's like, this motherfucker won't even step out and save him, pussy. Oh, yeah. he's just, that's what yeah, he was doing. He's just, when he's fucking with all those people oh, yeah. on the street. And just waiting. Yeah. He knew he was in that direction. He's like, you going to do something? He, yeah. he, was, he really he ain't was the a, man I thought you were, you know? He was a badass in the uh, in the comics, man. He's like, here I am the last 10 years. All I could think about is fucking you up. Which is crazy it took that long. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> here, I'm, you know, and I, here you are, and this is it. What a joke. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, dude. I also think, uh, I think before the, before round two or shortly after round two, like we're eventually going to get a Qui-Gon cameo. I keep thinking he's going to show up and talk to him. Yeah. Well, since they greenlit the show, I don't know if y'all have seen that news or not. Uh, there is going to be a Qui-Gon show, I believe. And that would keep in line with him possibly having a cameo at the end. 
And I know most reports have said Liam Neeson has denied any involvement with any of this stuff. (laughs) But, I mean, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of saying, oh, I'd love to be in Star Wars, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, no, nothing. Yeah. Where's my dog? You know? Yeah. I have a particular set of skills and not for Star Wars. But, I mean, it keeps getting better, man. Yeah. Every single episode keeps getting better, and I can't wait oh, to yeah, see how this shit. Which will air tomorrow. Yeah. And when he pulled him I'm, into that fire, audible <laughs> gas, you know, like just oh, yeah, like oh, yeah. I started dragging him through. It's it, like he's know? gonna burn up Obi Wan. What did he say? Like, look what you've become. Yeah. What did he say? Like, I'm what you made me. And I yeah. Like, Cold blooded. Yeah. Ain't wrong, brother. Oh, no. ain't wrong. Yeah, it, I mean, we obviously know where these pieces all have to end up. But it's cool to see a little story. It's going to be interesting to see, like, how that pans out. Because the idea that Obi Wan went and helped Leia, as feasible as that is, I've never thought about it. Yeah. Right. And it was it was it was a clever pull in my opinion. Did y'all notice yeah. the little Easter egg when she asked that girl? She said, "Hey, why do you wear the gun on that side?" Yeah, because that's where she would wear hers. Like, yeah, because she told her she could get it faster. She learned that when she was like four, five. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, little kids doing a good job. Yeah. I just wish she'd was you know like when they tell her to do something, do it like yeah. Yeah, quit being a fucking brat. <laughs> like in that, that yeah. other episode, I was like, I know she's going to run away. Yeah. I just don't know when. He needed one of those little kid leashes on her ass. like <laughs> A Star Wars kitty yeah, leash? Yeah, put a fucking forced kitty leash on her. Yeah, right. It would be interesting <clears throat> if maybe we get some sort of Yoda cameo as well. Oh, that would be nutty. People would lose their fucking minds, though. Just Yeah. Because it would be interesting instead. I mean, if it, if 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 Liam Neeson isn't involved in any of the projects right now until here recently, if that's even confirmed, um, that w- it would make sense that Yoda contacts Obi Wan is like, "Yo, I'm noticing you ain't in the chat room." Like, yeah, what up? Let me, let me you give want? you the login. You know, you know, New number who this? You know, it's like Vader's gonna kick your ass. <laughs> Stay in hiding. You should. The fucking uh, creature that was driving him around. Did y'all pick? Up? At first, I thought that was like Seth Rogen. Yeah, I think it was Zach Braff doing the voice of that thing. That was like I picked up a couple of in the desert. I thought I'd because I was like, Zach... is that Seth Rogen? Zach Braff fucking Scrubs. I think so. What? Think that's why I saw <laughs> when I looked it up. I'd have to go back and look, but. Because it kind of oh, sound like Seth Rogen, you know? Yeah. What was that, episode three? Yeah, oh, I'm going. I'm already yeah, on it. Asked. Yeah, Zach, that's Freck. Yeah. What the fuck? How good was it to hear James Earl Jones? Oh, I was I was like, they better not. Like, yeah. It has to be. And yeah. I'm over here like, is he still alive? You know, which, which he is, but even if he dies, man, they just got to get somebody that sounds like that. Like, don't ever well, change it. It's going to be interesting if 
we're going to get a sequence where he speaks without Vader, the helmet. Yeah, Vader yeah. and Obi Wan talk with him, you know, and he's he's got the helmet removed. I think we may that's what you know they picked that actor to come back, and it's like why would you pick yeah. him if you don't plan on yeah at some point showing him, you know. <laughs> They could have just, you could pick anybody to wear the suit. Yeah, right. Like they did in the movies. Like, I mean, I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it's, it's badass that James Earl Jones is still around to be able to, to lend his voice to it. Cause he's Vader, man. Iconic, dude. Yeah. Yeah. They made the right move. Yeah. When for they replaced, sure. I heard the original. You know, they knew when they heard it, they was like, yeah, it ain't gonna work. But he looks yeah. cool. He's not. Badass enough. Vader's yeah. more of a baritone. They gave yeah. us a, they gave us a hint of how brutal he was in Rogue One. Yeah, and then they're just, I, I just, I really dig that we're getting a look at like a younger Vader that, oh, that was, was still cool. like, because we've never really, I mean, we've seen him kick ass, but not just, not like choking that. motherfuckers in the street like. Yeah, you know, killing old ladies and shit, threatening married, newlyweds, like. Yeah. Oh, he's just—he's complete. He's full dark side out now. And he was the way that he was staring at that door, like, "You gonna stop me? You're a Jedi, yeah. motherfucker! Ain't you supposed to help?" Because they've all done that. They'll come out there and threaten people. The Jedi will come help them. It's like, well, they don't. <laughs> I mean. Obi Wan, he's like, fuck it, dude. I gotta go back. I gotta see this motherfucker yeah. up close. Yeah. I gotta return some videotapes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff, though, man. You know? I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot more than I did Boba Fett. Oh, yeah, yeah. So far, so good. You wanna head on some movie news real quick? Sure, sure. Marvel Studios Blade filming start date revealed by production website. So Marvel Studios is yet to officially add Blade to its upcoming slate of movies, but according to new information made available online, the Vampire Hunter's first MCU outing will start filming on July the 4th. The details of the shoot come from FTIA production list website, which states that Blade will commence filming in Atlanta, Georgia, and New Orleans, Louisiana from Independence Day. <clears throat> the page also includes a project summary which gives the movie synopsis. He is known to be a vampire hunter, half mortal, half immortal, who tries to rid the world of vampires as a way of avenging his mother who was killed by, by a vampire as she gave birth to him. Of course, it is no secret that Blade's arrival in the MCU is close with the voice of Mashallah Ali's vampire hybrid already being heard as a tease at the end of last year's Eternals. However, so far, Marvel Studios has been completely silent on their plans beyond next summer's The Marvels. And that means that when exactly we will see Blade make his movie debut is still unknown. Based on the usual Marvel timeline of production, if the film is shooting this summer, it is likely that it will be released sometime early in 2024, although there is potentially space for another release in late 2023 and Blade could also make it into that slot at a push. I mean, it would make sense if they released it around Halloween, right? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, the like, they released the Eternals in, what, November? And then they released 
and uh, then they released um, Spider-Man in December. I mean, they didn't have to release them that close together. I think think it came out in November. It may may have been September, but um, I mean, if they're going to start filming... And you got to imagine, like, I'm sure there'll be some special effects in Blade. Like, I mean, all Marvel movies have special effects, but it's not going to be a special effect powerhouse like Thor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anything like that. So, and it would be nice if they would use a combination of special and practical. You know what I'm saying? Like CGI and practical effects. That would be kind of cool. Just to give a little throwback to the OGs, the OGesus, you know? Mm hmm. Speaking of vampires, Morbius flops with theatrical return despite internet campaign. Sony's experiment of putting a pan film back in theaters because of social media pressure has turned out to be a failure. I didn't know anything about this. I was wondering why that they were taking it back to theaters, but I didn't know it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, In recent weeks, Marvel fans have been calling for Sony to make a sequel to Morbius despite the film's underwhelming box office performance and lackluster reviews. As more and more fans jumped onto the movement, Sony seemingly theorized that the newfound attention on Morbius would have people spending to see to to see it should it head back to the big screen. Now it seems that the majority of those taking part in the Morbius movement weren't being quite so serious. Even with the film screening in more than 1,000 theaters in North America, Morbius has come up with $300,000 for the weekend. It made 85k on Friday putting it at an average of $82 grossed per theater. The film did not come close to cracking the top 10 list for the weekend's highest grossing films and has not turned out to be worth the investment of over of orchestrating the re-release. Morbius was directed, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm, it's I knew it 70. was trolling. I mean, I saw it all over Twitter. They were trolling because they were like, "It's the greatest movie. It's morbid time." It's they were trolling. Wow! So whoever's running that shit over at Sony, they need to fire their ass because they didn't. <laughs> they wouldn't pick it up what they were putting down. They were making fun yeah. of it, dude, because it was a flop. It was bad. Yeah, like it. It tanked. I mean, that's fucking nuts, man. See, I, I saw that it went back into theaters, but I didn't know it had to do. Because, I mean, whenever I saw all that shit, I was just like, it's people fucking around. Yeah, they're making fun of it. I, I don't know Saudi was taking it seriously. Like, oh, shit, they love it. Yeah, we got to put it back it's trending. out. It no. was trending a few times. Like, oh, I more mean, of a sweep. God. That's funny. That's, yeah, that's really funny, right? Next up, Joker 2 edges closer with new update on the DC sequel. Ever since the success of Joker, there's been discussion about whether the Joaquin Phoenix-led movie needs and will get a sequel. The movie turned the superhero's villain's origin story on its head, taking away the Batman mythology and the fantastical elements that usually come with the territory, and instead delivering a disturbing psychological study of one of the DC's greatest creations. Not only did the movie surprise everyone by blasting past one billion at the box office, the film also saw Phoenix pick up Best Actor Oscar, and now it looks like a sequel may indeed be moving forward. Development on a Joker sequel was first mentioned in 2019, but since then, there have been very few updates on the project, 
And with the Warner Brothers merger with Discovery shaking up many of the planned DC projects currently in development, there was no possibility that Joker 2 would slip through the gaps. However, a report by Puck News... Is that a hockey website? (laughs) A report by Puck News has suggested that Todd Phillips is getting close on a Joker sequel. While the report does not go into details on whether that means a script is done or that a deal with Warner Brothers has been agreed to, it is at most encouraging it is the most encouraging update so far on the project. Another sign that Joker 2 could be on solid ground are additional reports that Warner Brothers Discovery's new CEO, David Zaslav, is wanting Phillips to take an adversary role for the upcoming DC slate of movies. If this turns out to be true, then Joker 2 could be just one of many exciting new DC movies coming to the big screen. Wow. Both that's possibly connected. They might give him his own little universe to play with. Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't be mad at it. I mean. No. They're whores, dude. It made a billion dollars. Of course they're going to make another one. Yeah, right. You don't turn down that kind of cash. Right. I mean, and there hasn't been a lot that's come out about this uh, merger between Discovery and Warner Brothers. Uh, I mean, there's some there's some stuff here and there, but you know, whenever whenever um, Disney bought Fox, I mean, there was full fucking breakdowns yeah. of like how much money and got, like yeah, like it was so. And I know Discovery is like Discovery, but still, though, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's it's kind of weird, you know? I think he was one of the guys that, when he came in, was talking about the, uh, um, doing the Zack shit, Zack Snyder. The like, Snyder stuff again? Why the fuck again? didn't they finish that, you know? Right, yeah. I mean, goddamn, you know? Like... Yeah. So next up, Disney has been incredibly supportive of Deadpool 3's R rating. So Deadpool 3 screenwriters Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick have officially confirmed that the film will retain adult content that includes foul language, violence, and vulgarity, just like the previous two installments. Though Deadpool has always been a foul-mouthed merc, it's a big call for Deadpool 3, which this time is under production at Disney's Marvel Studios. After Marvel Studios took over Deadpool film series and X-Men, fans and followers were confused if the studio would incorporate Deadpool with his foul mouth into its more children-friendly franchise. Studio and, Ke- Studio and Kevin Feige always ensured fans that Deadpool would remain R-rated, and now the film's writers have also confirmed it. In an interview with Den of Geek, the writing duo confirmed that they have kept Deadpool as Deadpool and said Marvel has been incredibly supportive of the idea. Don't worry about that. This is the quote. Don't worry about that. They've been very supportive with regard to that. Uh, Now, when it comes to a particular joke, if we cross a line, maybe we'll hear at some point. Maybe not that joke, but I think they've been incredibly supportive of what we're doing because obviously we were doing it separate from them for a long time. And I think that they've seen seen the success and they've had their own even greater success. So hopefully it'll be a marriage made in heaven. But we've definitely got their support and that's a great thing to feel. So Deadpool 3 will be the MCU's first R-rated entry. The film is being directed by Sean Levy, who had earlier collaborated with Ryan Reynolds and Free Guys and The Atom Project. There may be some reservations that Marvel 
forwards to writers about the vulgarity aspect of the film, but it seems like the character will have an open mouth just like before just like before in Deadpool 3. The film will be set in a later phase of the MCU. It's still titled Deadpool 3, which could mean that the character would enter the MCU via multiverse. It would be worth watching how Marvel Studio bring newness to the character's future under its banner. It's good to hear. Yeah. It's it's very exciting to see that. Yeah. Because, I mean... Well, they can also do that in other movies now. Like now we know they'll do an R rating. Yeah, exactly. If they it fits. To, yeah. Yeah. If it makes sense and they can still do Deadpool as an R rated character in a PG 13 film, they just have to figure out how to do it tastefully. You yeah. know what I mean? And like the easiest way to do it tastefully is to just let them be him, but just fucking beep it out. And the only person that can hear it is him, and he like responds to it. Well, he you know even what I mean? Makes like, a joke about what's that noise? Like, yeah, yeah, right. Why do they keep? And then it beeps. Why do they keep doing that? You know, like why do they keep fucking beeping me? You know, but how meta would it be if like they do Deadpool three, and then they cross Deadpool over with the MCU, and Feige himself shows up? Yeah, and he's like, we can't do that. Yeah, like, you, you're gonna. He's you're like gonna standing have to on a swap board. Like, no, no, yeah. no, we racing something that'll never work. Yeah, 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 exactly, right? Oh, not this I guy can... again, you know? Dude, what if they do like Deadpool? You know, they did that that story, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. I think it was called or something like that, where he like it goes full meta, where he starts killing the writers yeah. of the Marvel comics. What if, and I know this would never happen, but what if he, like, they use that to do that? Yeah. But it's like all the Sony writers and directors. Imagine and Deadpool standing there. Or Kevin Feige's on the bed, and it's like misery. And he's like, I really hate to do this to you, Chief. You know? Yeah, he breaks yeah. his feet. Like, oh, my God. That'd be Deadpool as fuck, man. Yeah. So meta. It'd be great. But I've got faith, though, that they're going to do good things with him. I mean, they can't go wrong, you know? No. I mean, he's already left his mark, his impression. Like, he's dead. His... Yeah, oh, yeah, for, for now and forever, yeah. you know? So Netflix to focus on quality over quantity with new movie mandate. Hmm. After, after speaking to multiple sources within Netflix, ranging from executives to producers to agents with ties to the company, The Hollywood Reporter has learned that there is a new refrain inside the streaming service, bigger, better, fewer. Those are the words that feature film executives led by Division Chief Scott Stuber, Stubber, Stuber are grappling with, given certain hard truths. Two problems currently plaguing the company are rising competition from other apps of a similar nature and lagging subscriber growth. Netflix has lost 200,000 subs in the latest quarter and has lost 44% of its stock value since April the 19th. Morale is stuck at stock level, one executive said semi-jokingly. Another describes the mood within Netflix as distracted given the changes. Netflix has axed more than 150 employees, or 2% of workers, as part of a cost-cutting measure in response to Wall Street. While TV and other parts of the company have taken their hits, a sharp focus is on the feature division. 
a good portion of the family live action film division and the original independent feature division, which made movies in the under 30 million budget range have been wiped out. I mean, what does bigger, uh, better and fewer really mean? Just a few years ago, we were struggling to out monetize the market on little ant films or little art films. Today, we're releasing some of the most popular, most watched movies in the world. Just over the last few months, things like Don't Look Up and Red Notice and Adam Project uh, are examples of that, said Netflix co-chief Ted Sarandos, told analysts of the company's April earnings call. According to Sarandos, big event film films will be a way of driving sub-growth, such as The Gray Man, a $200 million plus budgeted film directed by Avengers Endgame duo Anthony and Joe Russo, and starring Gosselin and Evans, or Knives Out 2, directed by Ryan Johnson and starring Daniel Craig, which Netflix acquired as part of a $469 million deal in March of 2021. Yes, sir. These business moves were undoubtedly a far cry from a few years ago at Netflix when movies with budgets of over $100 million or $150 million were rare. The streamer was cited as the savior of mid-budget movies and once theatrical staples of romantic comedies and thrillers to all the boys I've loved before the kissing booth always be my maybe all of which became hits made social media stars out of his actors and launched franchises according to one insider small movies will not go away though there might be a more niche film films that uh, career to a passionate audience I guess that cater to a passionate audience THR also notes that animation is currently under scrutiny with the frequency of release release having been diminished. Though a, f- a few, though a new movie every week with a live action <laughs> animation is still being aimed for. The goal will be to make the best version of something instead of cheap, cheapening out uh, for the sake of quantity, says one insider. So instead of making two movies for $10 million, they'll instead make one movie for $20 million. Another insider says that the change in output will also lead to fewer execs, which they were previously stuffed with. Netflix isn't giving much specific direction right now. The one producer says that conversation will be happening with producers and directors in the coming weeks about size and genres. One thing that many agree is going away is giving... Uh, carte blanche to attract talent resulting in expensive vanity projects like Scorsese's $175 million, The Irishman, though reportedly there will be no exceptions. You know, it makes I mean, sense a little bit, dude, like more, more bigger movies, less B movies, but every now and then you get that B movie Netflix gym, dude. It was like, yo, this yeah. shit slaps. And I kind of hate to see that. Like, like, um, squid games. Yeah, exactly, right. I don't know if that would have happened. No, nah, like dude, I couldn't I... sell that to anyone. Nobody wanted yeah, that right. shit. And Netflix took the thing on it. It was like the most watched thing that year. Yeah, yeah. So it it, it kind of hurts you sometimes if you're not careful. Yeah. Well, I, and I think it's one of those situations where, like, my question is, why are they aiming for a new release a week? Yeah. I mean, it ain't the pandemic anymore, dude. People got jobs. Well, it, exactly. Know? It's it's not the pandemic, and they're they're hemorrhaging subscribers because you've got like HBO Max, Paramount, 
Disney Plus, yeah. like all these better, like not better, but all these newer streaming services that offer something different coming up. And it's like, I've been, Netflix has been around and doing streaming for like what, 10 to 12 years now. I mean, they're not the new kids on the block anymore. Well, you know, you also have to take into account that with all these different streaming platforms, because of everything having exclusives. Yeah. Then they factor into account that there's going to be those periods where maybe somebody's watched all the new content that's hit Netflix for that quarter. And yeah. they didn't renew their subscription for the next month. Now they're watching Obi Wan and they're watching The Boys. Yeah, and, like not know, everybody on HBO, so they yeah. don't need Netflix right now. Not everybody yeah. in the world has like forty to fifty bucks to yeah. shell out on all the streamers at once. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's true. And they're they're trying to not only battle other streaming services, and they're still whether they want to admit it or not, like cable. And and satellite like that still exists. Mm-hmm. So, like specifically with older older yeah. audiences, but it's still there though. So they're they're having to battle with that. Now you've got like Hulu that has live you know yeah, live TV. TV. You've got YouTube's got TV like exactly. So there that that's going on as well. And then on top of it, with a release a week, you are more or less trying to battle with the um like uh, theatrical releases at that point. Like my thing is, is like, if you're going to release that, the gray man looks, it looks decent. It looks like a nice little action thriller, espionage type film, $200 million. Never would have guessed that that's, that was the budget for that uh, film. You know what I mean? Um, and I know it's got Gosling. I know it's got Chris Evans in it. It looks, like I said, it looks good, but. It's a lot of at money. The same, man. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, if if I'm at Netflix, I'm like, okay, let's do like one, like 50 to $150 million budget film with a decent like draw, with a decent actor and director draw. And then like continue to do the B movies. Because the thing is, is like the majority of the people that keep their Netflix subs and continue to, to watch stuff on there are like dads, right? Mm-hmm. That want to watch cheesy B action films like that's you know what I mean exactly so like they could definitely keep that draw they could definitely continue to do that like I watched that Chris uh, Hemsworth flick extraction Extraction. yeah yeah and did it did it not feel like a B film oh yeah with Chris Hemsworth you know what I'm saying like better B movie exactly that star power yeah, but it wasn't bad. It's was like, but it, you've seen that movie before. This was yeah, just the I'm, one with him in it. Like, yeah, exactly. Dude, I'd say the main offender here that two hundred million. That's one thing. They paid almost half a billion dollars for, for Knives Out Knives Two. Out. Which, Knives Out was a great movie, but half a billion. Yeah, that's God a lot of money. Damn, man. dude. Yeah. Uh, I also like how they worded it. Um, remember whenever they. Uh, I can't remember how much it said here. It was almost two hundred million for uh, the Irishman. People were freaking out about that. Yeah, right. Even now we're at half a billion, but I like how it said yeah. because of the stock market. Yeah, and not the current political climate. Yeah, like right. They yeah. said that instead of yeah, because like a lot of platforms are are having to remove woke stuff. It ain't yeah. going over well. Yeah. 
and it's not mentioned here, but that was a big thing with Netflix. Like people were canceling wokeness. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I mean, I just forgot to mention uh, that part. I mean, and that kind of goes back to what we talked about last week about Trump's streaming service. Yeah. I mean, that's going to do blockbusters. Like it's going to make all the money just because of that. Yeah. You know, whether you agree with it or not. Like the reality yeah, there's is genius to do it. I mean, yeah, if you're in the legit. business of making money. Yeah. Let's have an so, anti-woke streaming service. Yeah. It's like, what? We never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what Netflix ends up doing. And like, they really kind of fucked up because like, you know, Netflix was the streaming service. Everybody put everything on Netflix yeah. because that was the only option. They should have locked that shit fucking down yeah you know what i mean like contracts and yeah like the office like all of that shit that has migrated over to other streaming services they should have locked that shit down for the long haul i mean at least a 20 year fucking lockdown i mean after 20 years you've made your nut yeah big time and i i would say that fucking netflix has made their nut now they're just spreading their seed to anything that they can get their hands on like knives out and like I'm not saying that it's not going to no. be a great film because I think That's it will. But yeah, dude. So they That's had too many executives. Like, yeah, too we'll many get rid of them. Offending. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's fucking nuts, dude. Like absolutely <laughs> insane. Yeah, because yeah. that shit's expensive too. Well, think about it. They got the rights to it for a half a billion. Yeah. How much is production going to cost? Exactly. And to to oh, pay that's just the rights. Yeah. No. That's not even yeah. So they're they're realistically gonna be in for three quarters of a billion. I would say I, uh, with all that star power. Yeah. At least another two to between two and three. Yeah. At least. I mean Yeah. So you're looking at around seven between six fifty and seven fifty. I mean Yeah, dude insanity so but last up here on the fucking board we've got warner brothers apparently scrapping all superman projects in favor of of a henry cavill one what so last week it was announced that warner brothers are having a pretty huge company shakeup due to the resignation of its chairman toby emmerich emmerich became president and chief content officer of the company in 2017 and had served as chairman since 2018, which basically means that for about the last four years, he'd had oversight of the studio's entire theatrical production. Following the recent merger of Disney or of one of Disney of Warner brothers with discovery CEO, David uh, Zaslov is taking the reins and is apparently pushing forward with what sounds like a massive reshaping of the studio. As the Warp reports, Warner Brothers is being split into three different divisions: Warner Brothers and New Line, Warner Brothers and New Line DC Entertainment, and Warner Animation Group. All of which will report directly to uh, Zaslav, who has big plans. As reported by Superman homepage, the Raps DC Insider has apparently claimed that Zaslav has instructed his team to scratch every Superman project in development and start fresh with Cavill. That's for a new movie, by the way, by the sounds of it. 
Uh, there's currently been uh, no greater plan detailed other than just getting Cavill at the center of it all, which, to be fair, is definitely exciting in of itself. Uh, last year, we found out that Tanashi Coates had been hired to write a script for a Superman reboot with J.J. Abrams producing. Furthermore, it was rumored that Warner Brothers were looking for a black director for the movie as well as a black actor to take over the role of Superman itself. However, if these new rumors surrounding Zaslav's plan are true, it suggests that this reboot could have been totally scrapped, which would be a huge shame. Uh, Superman homepage notes that the that plans would be unlikely to put a stop to the Superman and Lois series as it recently got renewed for a third season, but we'll have to wait and see. As of right now, all of this is unofficial information anyway, so take it with a pinch of salt. Oh, we're back at this guy again. Uh, this is the same motherfucker from the other article. Yeah. He's shaking things up, dude. There's no shot that Henry Cavill's playing Superman and it's not connected to all that other shit. Yeah. The, I you mean, you already know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, someone stepped in and was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. There's like, no direction. Did you see the, the love that Snyder got? Yeah. And you're just going to step away from that? Yeah. I think DC slash uh, Warner Brothers are here just got their fucking Elon Musk, man. Yeah, you know, right. Someone just yeah. stepped in and saved the day, like, hopefully. Yeah. But it sounds yeah. that way, I mean. Here's the real test to me, for me personally. Um, since he's going to be branching everything off into different avenues here, where you have DC kind of being its own entity, who is he going to put over that? Yeah. And what is that person going I mean, to be able to, you know, know who's going to, you know, yeah. Like who's going to be their foggy, you know what I'm saying? But, and the thing is, is like, he might be like, his thought process may be, look, bring Cavill back. Let's finish Snyder shit. Let's, you know, continue like Aquaman's still happening. Right. Yeah. We don't know about Wonder Woman. You know, there haven't been any rumors or anything about Wonder Woman three. Um, and then everything else is just kind of a toss up. The only thing that we know for certain from DC that's well, besides black Adam, we've got black Adam coming out and we've got, um, we've got Aquaman coming out. If he turns it on its head, Holy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Cavill could be like, I'll come back, but you already know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, you know, the new guy that they're all reporting to. I mean, he could very well just be a business guy. And if that's the case, that could be a good I mean, thing yeah. because if he just wants to make money and his, and, and he just looks at it as purely money making, he'll see what the fans are responding to the most. And he's going to go, he's going to bet on that. Yeah, for sure. Just out of pure business decision making, you know? So, yeah. Um, so, well, let, let's take a look at Zaslav for a second here. He's born in 1960, an American media executive who currently serves as uh, CEO and president of Warner Brothers Discovery. Zaslav spearheaded the transaction between AT&T and Discovery to combine with Warner Media and cre- create the combined Warner Brothers Discovery in April of 2022. He has previously served as the CEO and president of Discovery Incorporated from November the 16th, 2006, until its merger in 2022. 
Um, Zaslav, all right, so Zaslav joined NBC in 89 as president of cable and domestic TV and new media distribution. He oversaw content distribution to all forms of TV, negotiated for cable and satellite carriage of NBC Universal Networks, and forged media partnerships. Uh, His responsibilities extended to Bravo, CNBC World, Sci-Fi, Shop NBC, Sleuth, Telemundo, Telemundo Puerto Rico, Muntu, Trio, Universal HD, USA Network, NBC Weather Plus, and the Olympics on cable. Zaslav also oversaw NBC Universal's interest in A&E, the History Channel, the Biography Channel, National Geographic International, the Sundance Channel, and TiVo. I mean, I mean this you just is answered a, his question. Well, he I mean, is a businessman. Like, yeah, exactly. That ain't nothing but well, business, baby. You know. Well, I'm, yeah, it sounds like he's all about yeah. Cash and checks and staying in the long and he ain't run. He just some schmuck could, off the streets, well, like. Could, and that's what I mean with long run. Like all that content is long running uh, stuff. Every bit of it. Yeah. And so I mean, he seems to have. He seems to be a, a good fit. Maybe. Well, listen to this. Zaslav became CEO of Discovery Communications in November 16, 2006. Zaslav instigated a shift in strategy by the company aiming to see itself as a content company rather than a cable company. By bolstering its main networks, such as its namesake Discovery Channel, as multi-platform brands. As CEO, Zaslav oversaw the development launch of new networks, such as Planet Green, The Hub, Oprah Winfrey Network, Velocity and Investigation Discovery, as well as the company's 2018 acquisition of Scripps Networks Interactive, expansion of its digital education operations, and current emphasis on streaming services. Under his leadership, Discovery began trading as a public company in 2008, became a Fortune 500 company in 2014, and acquired Scripps Network Interactive in 2018. In May 2021, it was announced that Zaslav would serve as CEO of a proposed merger of Discovery with with a spin-out of AT&T's Warner Media. Zaslav's executive compensation package includes an annual salary of $3 million with an annual $22 million bonus. In his, damn. in his contract extension, Zaslav also received stock options valued at up to $190 million. I mean... He you- serves on the... Oh... That's that educational TV money, man. Yeah. All I was going to say was like all of that stuff you've just named, I've never heard any of that mention him. So he's not up in their shit. Like he hires people, he picks people, and he lets them do their fucking job. Yeah. You know what I mean? He he came in there with a vision for Discovery, and he said, look, guys, we can go beyond cable. Let's take this. And dude... I remember, yeah, like around 2008, Discovery, like whenever it started to fucking straight blow up. Well, they you know? purchased uh, like uh, DeFranco's thing, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All that yeah. stuff on YouTube they purchased, like. Well, yeah. I mean, as testament, I'm a dis I'm not Disney, but I'm a Discovery Plus subscriber. Yeah. So I mean, he's and then it goes on. He serves on the board of Sirius XM, the NCTA, the Cable Center. Center for Communication, Grupo Televisa, Partnership for New York City, Syracuse University, and USC uh, SOA or SHOA Foundation. He is also a member of the Board of Trustees for the Pay, uh, Pele Center for Media and the Mount Sinai Medical Center. 
He is chair of the Auschwitz, the past is present committee, which promotes awareness of the Holocaust. In 2012, he received the Stephen J. Ross Humanitarian Award from the UJA Federation of New York, which honors people of vision, energy, and sustained achievement in the entertainment, media, and communications industry. Dude, fucks. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So when they appointed, so I kind of pulled up an article here from the LA Times. Uh, Toby Emmerich was the guy who was the previous. uh, Yeah. The previous CEO. The guy that shit on Justice League and stuff. Yeah. Well, so so it says here, it says the parent firm run by David Zaslav has selected longtime producers, Michael DeLuca and Pamela Abdi to oversee the Burbank-based Warner Brothers Film Division, along with the smaller New Line label, the company said Wednesday. So would these guys necessarily be the the producers for the films? Well, or would that, that all be contained within the DC uh, branch? Yeah. So the way that it sounds is he's already appointed someone specifically for, for the Warner's, the the Warner content, not the DC content. So he's he's lining people up. That's what it sounds like to me, anyway. He's lining okay. folks up and getting them ready for. Yeah, because it says right here in that same article it says DC Films and Warner Brothers Feature Animation will have their own leaders who have not who have not been determined. Yeah. So, I mean, he's doing what should have been, and that's a smart thing, yes. dude. Oh, here, yeah. So they, they will answer them. So in, in, in the interim, though, because uh, I, I went on reading, it says they, they, you know, they'll have their own leadership not been determined. Until those executives are identified, the units will report to DeLuca and Abdi as co-chairpersons and CEOs of Warner Brothers Pictures Group. I mean... Tell me this dude doesn't fuck. Yeah, dude. Got some uh, hope, this dude. has got this, this has got some pretty interesting little information here. It says Disney's film empire comprises separate studios, including Marvel under Kevin Feige, Lucasfilm under Kathleen Kennedy, and Pixar and Disney Animation, run by Pete Doctor and Jennifer Lee, respectively. All report to studios chairman Alan Bergman. While the strategy has been highly successful at Disney. It remains to be seen if other companies can truly replicate it. So that that seems exactly like what Zaslav's trying to emulate here. I mean, when's the last time that you've ever heard of of Disney's CEO on anything? You hear Foggy, you hear Kennedy, you hear, you know, about those people. Those are the figureheads. Those are the people that are making fucking dreams happen, right? Mm -hmm. And he's, I guarantee you, he's like, look, what's going to, what are people liking? What's going to yeah. help net us the most money? How much money do you need to make this project happen? Yeah, what do we have our best ratings with? And they're like, the Snyderverse? Uh, yeah, it's like... Blew the fuck up? Okay, I mean, so it says DeLuca served as president of production for Tom Warner-owned New Line Cinema until he was fired in 2001 following a disastrous run of box office flops, including Little Nicky in 13 Days. As the young head of New Line, he was widely respected but out, and outspoken, but also was reprimanded by his bosses for misbehavior, according to a 1998 L.A. Times story. We'll say, got a wink, I'm not going down that just yet. I mean, this. I think that this is a great thing. Like, 
to me, what it sounds like is he may be a fan. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He may be a fan of what Warner was of, of some of the Warner stuff. And he might've saw this and be like, these dudes are fucking up. How much money does discovery have? Can we do a merger? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know if it went like that at all, but that's got, you know, well, that, with the rights uh, that they own, they should be printing fucking money. Exactly. Exactly. It's real simple. Yeah. Make shit people want to see and keep well, it fucking together. Well, here's what's crazy. Emmerich, the guy that ran uh, Warner Brothers, he wrote Frequency. Yeah. But I mean. It says he was known for his talent-friendly approach to running the studio. And then you think about all the Snyder Cut issues that happened. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, he's not a he wasn't a businessman though. He's a like writer. This guy. Yeah. So like this guy's trying to live on Mars one day, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's definitely going into cryo sleep, right? Yeah. They're gonna freeze his so, head when he dies. It says the shakeup comes as Zaslav is looking for three billion dollars in cost savings from the murder. I mean that makes, I mean, it makes sense though. That article does because it's like we have the perfect Superman. Yeah. Why in the love of fuck are we making two or three different Superman spinoffs at one time with different actors, different writers, different fucking stories? Like fuck that. Like, I mean, so, right, so adding to what dude was talking about uh, or Azazlov. It says the Discovery boss is scrutinizing projects, including Warner Brothers' $250 million production deal with J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot. Have y'all heard about this? No. So apparently, because Zaslav seems familiar, but this makes a lot more sense. Uh, apparently, Zaslav, according to a lot of like speculation, he is shitting on that deal. Because Abrams is not really delivering on $250 million worth of production. I mean, uh, here it is. The last several movies. So, yeah. Get his ass out of here. Like, if he wants that position, earn it. It just feels like he foams it in now. It says Abrams, known for directing movies like Star Wars, creating shows like Alias, Inc., the $250 million deal. Uh, for Bad Robot with Warner Brothers in September of 2019. But Bad Robot hasn't made such co- much content for HBO, HBO Max, or the movie studio since. Oh, yeah, I uh, remember Zaz- that. Zaslav is frustrated by the lack of output, and he's scrutinizing the lofty $200 million plus budget for Bad Robot's upcoming sci-fi drama, Demi Monday, which has been in development since 2018. Since oh, t- taking the helm in April, Zaslav has put all of the studio's overall deals under the microscope as he looks to slash $3 billion. Let's see what other projects he might have. Oh, yeah, because it, it, yeah, because Warner Brothers acts CNN Plus. Yeah. Oh, dude. Three hundred million dollars a month later, it's they're like, get that the fuck out of here. Ain't nobody subbing to that shit. Yeah, 
It was a disaster. The serv the service cost the company three hundred million prior to launch, with an additional seven hundred million earmarked by to try to get to get it going. Fuck, dude, that's tough. Yeah, it didn't even last a month. Jesus, Ooh. I got I got faith in this guy though. I mean, after reading those accomplishments, yeah, after living it, yeah. You know what I mean? I've got it may take several years for them to build this up to where it needs to be, but yeah, build it back. We're we're definitely yeah. in the midst of an ironing out of sorts. Oh, for sure, dude. Uh there's gonna be no wrinkles once he gets done. You know what I'm saying? So But yeah, that's all the news I saw. I mean, I didn't expect a deep dive into that, dude. But I mean for real though, like that's good to know everything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that... well, I mean, you can apply the same like stuff we explored here to everyone, every single bit of pop culture that any of us enjoy. Yeah, all works under a framework like this. Yeah, and the reason we took the second to do it is because I think it highlights the fact that money talks. Yeah, mm-hmm. and spend your money on the good oh, yeah. shit. When you said we'll get he's probably a businessman, and then Griffin starts going, he's like, started at NBC in 1980, and just fucking, you know. Yeah. Deal after deal well. after deal, just, yeah. Not just some dude off the street that graduated college fucking four years ago. Well, he ago, clearly you know? knows how to run a company. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whenever you look into, like, CEOs and their terms that they serve at certain corporations, it's usually a two- to five-year turnaround rate. On people, yeah. He started in at Discovery in t- 2006, and he's technically still there. Yeah, you, you you know what I mean? Like he's in it for the long haul. He was at NBC from '89 until 2006. Yeah, I mean that's a fucking career. It is, and I mean you know, while the idea of a a good businessman who is also a creative type. While those types of individuals are few and far between, I'm sure they're there. I do think it 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 adds to the idea that a you know sometimes it, it takes someone like that in a company in order for creatives to actually be able to express what they're doing. Yeah, and particularly with the problem we've had with these comic films, because it always seems like there's 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 two types of people. They're the ones that want to go all in, hard in the paint. Let's just division. make a comic book. Yeah, and then and then you have the others get in there. Nah, we don't. Nah, we don't like. We want to. It's like yeah, but this yeah. isn't your vision, motherfucker. Like, let me right. make my they, movie. And when you have your aces in your places, like this seems to be unfolding, you know that's gonna that's gonna work for everyone. It clearly well, it, works for Marvel. Well, it proved they already proved it there with the that when the. Justice League came out. Yeah. No. When we got the movie that was intended, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just let the motherfucker make it. Whoever you sign up to do something, you green light it. I mean, you just got to let them go. Like, yeah. And as formulaic as Marvel might be, we all line up to see the next one. So they're doing something right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that that was worth the deep dive, I feel, because I mean, 
now we know. Now there's hope. There is hope. I mean, even if like it makes more sense on paper to let what's already been produced come out and then just scrap everything and start over. If this guy, like this guy's going to put somebody in charge that's going to that's going to do right, yeah, for the fans. So. I like that he's calling Bad Robot on the shit. Yeah, like, well, we give you this money, and this is what we're getting. Like, the fuck, man. What's yeah, that? right. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm fucking ready for the trailers, man. Um, I have one little bit of news. It's not necessarily movie news, but it is entertainment news nonetheless. And it it, it goes along with the good news of like the, the possibility of a return of Henry Cavill Superman. Um, so about a year ago, Kentaro Mira passed away, who was the writer of Berserk, and we had the last volume drop, and a lot of fans assumed that that was just going to be that's it, you know? Yeah. Well. Uh, it came out uh, within the past day or so that Berserk will be continuing. But what makes it what makes it great is not necessarily what what makes it awesome is that it's his best friend who's finishing it for him. That's so cool, man! And it's that he he even released a small little one off comic a while back where it's him and Mira talking. And they kind of hint at it. He's like, I've been talking, I've been telling you the ending of Berserk for years. It's like, you should finish it. You know, they having the debate on it and everything. And he came out and made a statement about it and that him and his publishing company was going to continue the manga and finish it. But he said he's not going to add anything to it. He is only going to adapt what he remembers Mira telling him. And that's even more, that's even more heartfelt in my opinion. Yeah, right. And that was just that was a that was a really touching bit of good news that I found, and it, it, I'm I'm excited for it because it's definitely become a a, a a personal favorite story of mine for sure. So it's cool that I'm gonna get more of it. That's awesome, man! Like that that's that's incredible. That's for, man. Exactly. Yeah, and, right? and the and the means by which it's being created, it, it, there's. It makes it okay, cause you know what I mean. Cause normally yeah. when the studio when a creator steps in and fucking yeah, let's milk it. This, I mean, don't get me wrong, guy's probably gonna make a killing on some money, cause Berserk right. is re- Berserk slowly reaching a fever pitch in the in the mainstream now too. But like, you know, it, it's still it's still cool that a friend wants to finish it and kind of honor dude's legacy. That's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That that's the way that you want to go out. You know what I'm saying? Like if yeah. you go out working on something and and you have the people that are closest to you that you trust more than anybody are the ones that are finishing it, it's gonna come from the right place, you know? It's well, the, awesome. the only the only person that'd pick your sword up in battle would be a brother, you know? Yeah, exactly, right. Exactly. While I'm getting the trailers pulled up here, I did see you know the guy that 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 did King Kong, uh, Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, he's gonna do that face-off movie. Right? Yeah, yeah. And they've confirmed it is a sequel. Nicolas Cage will be in it. It is confirmed. Mm. 
So Hell that's pretty cool. Dude, I can't wait to watch that fucking Nicholas Cage dude, movie. Dude, I got the movie last <laughs> night. And I was just oh, so. I wanted to watch it so bad, but I was like, no, dude, because there's you know, we got a few yeah. to go. And I was like, well, I was like, well, I can watch it now and I'll watch it again later, but yeah, because I have a feeling it's gonna it's gonna be worthy of of viewing it again. Yeah. You know, of greatness. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fucking great. But yeah, bullet train, bullet train, dude. We get another. This is the official trailer two. I'm kind of excited about this for sure. That looks like Sandra Bullock. <laughs> She might make a guest appearance in it, you know? Weird, because if it is her, they didn't, They just said starring Brad Pitt. Yeah, right. And they didn't. And she's a big the star. Chick. Yeah. She's lead. To be as old as she is, dude, whoa. Yeah. I hope we all age that well, gracefully. <laughs> Money helps. She for some of that. Oh, well, but it looks good on her, My though. cheekbones. Yeah. She paid good money. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> right, three, two, one, play. It is her. Brad Pitt is old. That's all I can keep thinking. Yeah. He's like, no, I, I am not. <laughs> He's like the best worst hitman. Yeah. I always get my mind. So it's everybody that's been fucking on him this whole time? Yeah, dude. It's almost like somebody's trying to fuck him over, you know? Yeah. Like, they're trying to make him fight. I bet it's her. Yeah, that's kind of funny. I don't need the explanation. There's a lot going on, man. Yeah. Was that fucking <laughs> what's his name? Yeah, that's Michael Shannon. It kind of looks like a silly goose time, man. Yeah, dude. Man. Chock full of comedy. Oh shit. Ain't no way. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's a bullet train. Hear me out. Uh, 
Okay, it's try it's trained abuse on, but take out the zombie plot and put Tower of Death. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. You know you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of fucking uh smoking aces. Those kind oh, of have that vibe. Yeah, you know how goofy smoking yeah. aces was, you know? Like well, it reminds- it, it, well it's like smart ass dialogue fight scene. Smart ass yeah. dialogue fight scene, yeah. Yeah. Lockstock, and I'm down for that. Barrels. What's that guy? Yeah. Um it almost looks like it was my, directed by him. Yeah. Fucking Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Yeah. With a little we get more our, comedy. Yeah, yeah. L- less British. <laughs> you know what I mean? A little oh, less British. This, is this our Predator trailer? Yeah, this is the official yeah, I trumped y'all trailer number trailer one last week. That wasn't a bait switch. Let's see uh Let's see how it is. All right, three, two, one, play. Do they speak English? Yes. Interesting. Never knew that. I mean, I'm down with Native American yeah, Northmen, cool. but Predator. At first, <laughs> I was skeptical. What was that game that came out a few years ago? The Far Cry people made? Um, I think you even have to fight a bear like this. Yeah, it's like Far Cry. That was Primal, it, Primal, yeah. My kids love that freaking game. It's weird. Holy shit. Oh, they're not going to show it. Oh, it's camo, bro. The English is fucking with me, though. Yeah, that's... They don't even have an accent like he who sits with fist. There was man. He was... Like there this movie second, would, I gone. feel like the suspense would be heightened with subtitles. The acting would be better in their native tongue. <laughs> See what you did there? Yeah. Oh shit, dude! They got to show it, right? I know we all know what it looks Keep like. Keep the face reveal for the movie, but show show the from helmet behind. at least. Show the there it is. Movie. There it is. Yeah. A little teaser. Ooh. Less is more. I like this over fighting soldiers in the woods again. Like, it do- I mean, it doesn't look bad. To me, I think it looks. Was okay. that a riff? Was that a was that a play on if it bleeds, we can kill it? Yeah. Okay. Well, what's I cool mean, about this dude is like the people, the prey, they're also hunters. Yeah. More so than like normally it'd be like some soldiers. I mean, these motherfuckers hunt bears for a living. Like. Yeah. You know. Probably I mean, need some guns though. It I would mean. be interesting if they do this to show how the predator goes from stalking to just like you learn some techniques yeah. yeah 
Learns how to hunt. Yeah. From stalking to fucking, you know? If I saw well, that thing in the I mean, woods, I would definitely start praying. Well, I mean, granted, <laughs> granted, I haven't read any, like, like comic stuff for Predator, because I know there's a whole backstory that's in, like, another medium for, for Predator. But it would, I mean, it would make sense that they come to our planet, because just with what we know in the movies, Predators, and I think it's Alien vs. Predator, like, it's a ceremony to come to Earth and hunt. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a it's a it's a thing. It's like a, a like a a sojourn or something, a spirit quest. Well, it's because we're the best hunter. We're the best. Like you're gonna learn some shit hunting us. You might not come back. Yeah, yeah. most of them don't. If you do come back, then good on you. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. We've got a lot of cameras for you. You get yeah. a mark burned on your helmet, you know. But yeah, the sea beast though. Kick his ass, sea beast. Oh, this was... it's, it's it's that it's that new long format Mastodon video. Oh god, this is some Netflix. Let's see what they got going on over here. All right, three, two, one, play. Oh god. Right. Okay, Pixar makes sense. For some reason, that looked live action at first, and I was like, "So it's family movie." Okay. Both of those movies raked it in. Yeah. Oh no, you wait, little girl. <laughs> I know, Barbara. <laughs> no, you ain't, bird sister. Yeah, go ahead and drop me off. You know. They're both going to teach each other something. Yeah. Look at this thing. But what's it look like when it gets bigger? Oh. I think we're about to find out. <laughs> the fuck are those things? Oh, here's... Smaller, that <laughs> thing. Taurus. Yeah. See if these looks pretty good. Yeah. That's some mother flipping kaiju. No, it ain't some Pokemons. Yeah. Especially that one.
<laughs> I don't look bad. Nah. I mean, it looks like a. I mean, it looks like a typical family movie. I check it out. You know. What's happening here? I don't know, dude. She will. You know. I don't know she what she like will she do. do. Shit. <laughs> yeah, she got flogged and feathered, dude. Like, look. Yeah. Hard and feathered. And she's wearing the, the fucking mask from fucking damn Leonardo DiCaprio. I think it was just called Mask. Iron Mask. Iron Man Mask. and the Iron Mask, yeah. yeah. I was thinking about that the other day for some Three, two, <laughs> one, play. <laughs> <laughs> well, from what I remember, it was, a, it was a pretty good movie. Yeah. Welly, 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 well. <laughs> Ariel Argento. Repeat. Hiding our tits. All right, she will. I thought he was going to, when they were all I, sitting in that room, it was like, your favorite gun is going to come back in the style. I'd watch it just to, like for Malcolm McDowell. Yeah. It definitely didn't give anything away. I mean, it just looks like a descent into madness, really, but. Yeah. You read Sutter Kane? Hmm. <laughs> I was thinking about that movie recently. Think about it like once a day. Him <laughs> <laughs> with all the crosses and shit all over him. We had a, a an official Resident Evil I trailer. Low key, kind of excited to see this show. I mean, low key, July fourteenth, dude. You wouldn't be alone, man. Like low key, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm ready, man. All right, three, two, one, play. Those two teasers we got were pretty cool looking like. Yeah. Got a good budget. So this is some kind of like reboot, right? Like they're starting down the road. Like we're trying to rebuild after all the shit popped off. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like they're going, What happened happened yeah. in the Anderson movies. We're good people though. You know? Yeah. Probably not. course it does I mean I've seen stranger things that liquor looks pretty gnarly she's going fucking Evil Dead on him. I mean, mm. I'll give it a spin. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, yeah. Dude, this could suck ass, which I know it won't, but I'm going to love every immature fucking second of this shit. Somebody said that they're, like, remastering the entire original series. Yeah, for, like, a re-release? Yeah. Because a lot of the old shit's, like, not even a widescreen, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's like four by three. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think that that's, you know, going to be coming around the same time that this is going to be premiering. Yeah. So, you know. I'm excited Just to see the, this because we kind of get the template for what the movie's going to kind of. Yeah. Yeah, right. So, but I'm ready, though. All right, three, two, one, play. <laughs> Oh, that's a little bio <laughs> moment where they have to soon. <laughs> like the floor's not working. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. You're sucked into a black hole. It was a fucking butthead horse. (laughs) 
I'm yes, so I'm down. sold. <laughs> I can't oh my god! I mean, we got yes. a podcast, guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my god, that looks incredible. <clears throat> I haven't seen a trailer that funny in a minute. Yeah, right. Right. Great. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, no, not that number. That one. Oh. <laughs> it's, like a, it's a term with some kind of a circle. No, idiot. Oh. <laughs> fucking, at the space of rockets, they're like driving that rocket in that hole in and out. It's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I can't fucking wait, man. That dude's a fucking... Was he? He was like an engineer, yeah, smart as a fucking. You know what I mean? And like this, yeah. that that shit's just genius, man. Like, is this real? Okay, yeah, we're done this with this. A, uh, this is a prequel. Oh, God, because she 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 came out with a prequel book after she wrapped the trilogy up. Of course she did, and it, <laughs> and it was called Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. So this is All right. an adaptation of that. Let's get it. Three, two, one, play. Like, God damn, I ended the story. How can I make more money off of it? Pretty cool. <laughs> well, I am interested to see, like, how everything like what's started. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if they even get into that. Looks like everything's frozen. It's the fucking White Walkers, dude. Winter is coming, you know? That's going to be a teaser, just a melting. Uh. <laughs> Knock the dust flat off, don't you? The world will discover. Oh, <laughs> 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 fucker went, the earth sucks. <laughs> this intro is super Game of Thrones. Yeah. Hunger Games, the ballad of Ricky Bobby. Where do I put my hand? Hey. Yeah, but I am interested to see who's going to star in it, how it starts out, how far back they actually go. Yeah, right. Kevin Hart, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, we got another Netflix gem on our hands over here, you know. They've got movie deals with fucking everybody, dude. And they just cross them over. The Rock, Adam Sandler, Kevin Hart. Like what? Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. Oh. All right. <laughs> Three, two, one, play. I mean, it's going to be like buddy cop funny. Uh, I don't know if they're like cops, but Woody's going to be the straight one. Kevin Hart's going to be like, what the fuck, man? You know, like.
Stranu. DMX, dude. What y'all really want? Kevin Hart is funny. Oh, so it's Woody Harrelson. <laughs> we'll cut the guy on his island puke in it and act like he meant to do it what you yeah. get motherfucker it looks silly just like those uh, bodyguard movies yeah Yeah. I mean, I'll check it out. That looks funny, man. Yeah. Toronto? Toronto? Scam BC Scott. Yeah. <laughs> RCMP. Blasted. Three, two, one, play. This is more Netflix shit. Yeah. How's he dressed like that? Oh, God. What the fuck? George Lucas gonna sue somebody. Yeah. What the fuck? Now he's dead. <laughs> oh, there's space zombies. Bombies. Real Shaun of the Dead kind of vibes, you know? Yeah. 
this would be one of those <laughs> movies they were talking about though. You know, it looks yeah. it looks like a silly goose time, but they even some of the comments on that article were like, "Quit bringing over as much like four and B." But you'd yeah. never get to see this movie if it wasn't for them. No, dude. I still think the platform's one of the best foreign oh, films I've dude. seen in a long time, you know? So we would have never known about it. Yeah, I can't be mad at it, you know. What's this chick again? Yeah, dude. Fucking everything. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Three, two, one, play. It's got Ralph finesse in it. <laughs> yes, chef. Real elite shit here, dude. This is a quick game of food. Oh, because she's not a foodie. They're going to start killing people. And then he's going to cook them. This does not look like a comedy. Yeah, it says comedy in the fucking thing. Ain't no it looks, shot. It looks crazy, right? Like it looks good though, yeah. Yeah, whenever it say comedy, I was yeah. like, when's the shoe gonna drop? I wonder you know? if, like I wonder if that claps like he's keeping him hypnotized and that's the trigger for it. Like he's done some hardcore brainwashing. I mean, I get brainwashed by food daily, so well, you know. On the IMDB it says it's rated R comedy horror. Hmm. Oh, okay. All right. What nothing really funny in that trailer? I guess when he was like, "I'm getting fucking crazy vibes here." He was crying. Yeah. Look at the plate. Yeah. Make it a pick for the gram. <laughs> <laughs> pick for the gram, dude. Sandman. Yeah, this is trailer number two for this. Sandman's coming out soon too on Netflix. I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. I hope it's going to be good. Well, before we only saw like a teaser thing, right? Wasn't like I think, a full trailer, was it? I think we watched a full trailer, but it was like quick cuts. Yeah. What's oh, the series? I'm ready. Y'all ready? Yeah, yeah. Three, two, one, play. That looks creepy. Wasteland Sandman. He's got the mask. That's cool. Oh, shit. 
Yes, the chick from Doctor Who. Coleman. Does she call him Morpheus? I remember this now. Doesn't he have to like go on a quest to get all of his shit back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember talking about this now. His eyes were gone. A lot of stuff's <laughs> dropping in August. We're like, who is this soy foy, Freddy Krueger? This <laughs> <laughs> soy foy, Freddy Krueger. Sleeping. Somewhere. I imagine someone turning around, like from their chair in a restaurant, and the camera's like right in their face while they're saying it. And they've got like a. Corn cob pot. Who is this? Yeah. Sorry, Bobby. Cringe. Hello, Louise Coleman. Hello, Bobby. <laughs> Soy five. Day shift. Oh. Yeah. Jamie Foxx is a vampire hunter. What? Yeah, bet. This is his. <laughs> this is his version of Blade. You know. <clears throat> Three, oh, I get it now. Day shift. Three, two, <laughs> one, play. Clever. Whoa. I mean, we already have Folio. I mean, I thought it was going to be a trailer, but. My badass motherfucker. Whoa. It is high energy. Yeah. What the fuck? Let's go. Snoop Dogg? Was that Snoop Dogg? I mean... About to find out. Snoop Dogg is in the movie. Hell that yeah. was Snoop Dogg. They hit his face, but it's like, if you know that goatee, you know it. Yeah. Like, ain't nobody tall and that lanky. That goatee don't lie. This was the only, earlier, uh, I got on, I pulled my laptop out, and I was like, maybe do the trailers. I pulled up every trailer you just had there, and this was the only one that wasn't that you didn't have. <laughs> <laughs> All I do is go to like trailers this week. Yeah, that's the same thing. Yeah. 
I always get my man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Vespar? Vesper? Alright, three, two, one, play. It looked like sci-fi, so... I don't know, though. Yep, sci-fi. <gasps> it was a sci-fi Wilson. <laughs> Creepy. We require more Vespa gas. <laughs> it's definitely mining, right? Yeah. It looks like they've gotten everything. Oh shit, she's pregnant. Or is she? Never know, man. Might surprise you. I'm down. It looks good. Somebody left that comment. You had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Yeah. Check it out. Hell yeah. Boom, 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 drum roll. <clears throat> Uncharted. That's what we're doing next week. Yep. A little Uncharted action. Well, Nathan Drake, that's his name, right? Yeah. Never played the games. I mean, it looks like Tomb Raider. What yeah, it looks it's... Like. It's like Indiana Jones and Tomb Raider had a baby. Oh, wow. How could you fail at that? Mm. <laughs> we'll think of something. Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that's the Holy Grail. No. Yes. <laughs> what? No. But yeah, Uncharted and Obi-Wan. <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited to see... Obi-Wan. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I want to watch I got to watch Uncharted to see. If, yeah. See if we're going to watch it. Might as well. I went on the pile. But yeah. Checks in the mail. <laughs>